here we go here we go toxic nigga summer so i don't know if i actually made this podcast i tried to make it one and if i did i'll just call it part two but i don't know if i actually made this one and i don't know because i didn't know how people would take it i think that i i wanted to change the idea of what it was because of the fact that just because of the fact that like everything that happened all right so first off toxic nigga summer what it was is my my friend justin came up with it my brother justin he came up with it that's my fucking guy we just sitting there he's always been like the king of fucking quips and and just scenarios that are not scenarios but like sayings that are just he's always so witty he's always been like that super witty just super charismatic super everything i always love everything that comes out of his mouth he always has the best comebacks he has like the best things to say and i thought it was funny so we came up with this in like april or may or something like that and basically what it was supposed to be was my my freedom so i broke up with my ex the day before thanksgiving last year and why i did that was because you know I, I we had just come to an end you know i've been trying to leave her for a while and the reason that i decided to finally leave her was it was because we just weren't good for each other but she made it so difficult for me to leave i ended up staying longer than i really wanted to because i didn't want to hurt her there was a certain point where i you know i, I didn't want my daughter to not have what i had to not have to, to have what i didn't have that's what i wanted her to have sorry I wanted to have that because I felt like she deserved it. I love her. And I tried to work it out. It wasn't working and she wasn't working for me. But she would also kind of make it impossible for me to leave. And she would make it impossible for me to leave because she would say things like, you know, if you leave, uh, my cousin's a real estate lawyer, but he's a lawyer and we're going to take you for everything you got. She just made it impossible for me to leave. So I, I ended up having just to stay for a little bit longer than I wanted to. But, you know, it ended up working out in the end. I I ended up breaking up with like really breaking it off with her on my birthday. Best birthday gift I ever gave to myself. I was about to burp. I wasn't about to cry. Sorry. I just inhaled a fucking uh, protein shake. So I'm burping and hiccuping and whatnot. So anyway, um, that was the best gift I ever gave to myself. And so once I was out, it was time for me. It wasn't toxic, nigga, summer. But I was ready to see what was out there. I was ready to be single. I'm a, I'm a, my, my personality is captivating. I'm just that kind of guy that's really fun to be around. And, you know, I know myself and I'm not trying to say this to be narcissistic or say this to be like, you know, overly to overinflate my ego, but I'm just that dude. I really am. Like I'm fun to be around. I'm attractive. I have positive things to say. I have good energy. It's just, a, it's a lot of reasons why people would like to be around me. That probably wasn't the best ones to say, you know, off that say, uh, not to be narcissistic and then list reasons that are narcissistic. But anyway, so um, it was time for me to see what was out there. But in doing that, like I took the wrong road first. So what this was supposed to be was my chance to make decisions for myself. So oftentimes what I would do is I would gear towards one woman and I would stick with them. And the problem with that is, is not that not that you can't break it up, break up, but breaking up becomes harder. And I'll tell you why. This is well, I'll get there in a second, but it becomes harder, you know, for multiple reasons. But there's one real reason. There's one universal law that comes with it. 
And so when I would uh, put all my eggs in one basket, what would end up happening is I would just stay with that person and deal with bullshit behavior. And I don't want to do that anymore. And so the reason that on a universal level becomes so difficult for us to do is because when we decide to do something and don't do it, it takes away from our ability to achieve that end that we wanted, you know, and it's called the law of diminishing intent, the law of diminishing intent. That's a real universal law. You can look that up. So in staying with somebody, when you only have all your eggs in one basket, in staying with them, what you end up doing is you keep pushing off having that conversation, which in turn makes it increasingly difficult for you to do that. There may be psychological principles attached to that. I'm not sure what those are, but you know, you don't want to hurt. Oh, I don't want to hurt them. I'll just do it tomorrow or, or I'll just do it next week or I'll do it when it's convenient for me. But it just keeps getting pushed off because achieving that end is more difficult when we don't attack what we really want to do in that moment with that energy, with that power. So I decided what was best for me is to just kind of feel what's out there. And that is a fair thing to do as a single man. You, I, I wanted to make my own decisions. And I had people sending me news. I had girls all over the place. I was talking to multiple people, but I was on my phone all the fucking time. So when I'm at work or when, you know, I'm, I'm on hold, I'll, I'll look up memes and stuff like that. But I try to allocate my time wisely. And I do that for a good reason. So with all of that said, I realized that wasn't good for me because it didn't mean anything. Yes, I needed to go find out what was out there. And it's not to play with anybody's heart. I would be honest. I would say, yo, anybody I've talked to in the very beginning, I say, yo, I'm just kind of dating around right now. I'm trying to see what's out there. And it's because I need to get to know people. I need to get to know people. I have to get to know people. I need to know who you are before I made that decision. But what fucked me is in July, I was ready to make that that decision. I made that decision, actually. I cut everybody off. I said, fuck that. And it didn't work out for me. So I don't think it's necessarily the paradox of choice. I think at some point on some unconscious level, I do have a fear of it not working out when I decide to put myself out there again. So I'm trying to acknowledge whatever that is. And I do that by going into my daily process and, and thinking about these things, thinking about what it felt like during that time, thinking about being brave and courageous. Just think about all these things that I really want to do. I really do want to have somebody special, not only that's special to me, but because all of this shit that I have to do is fucking time consuming. If you go out on a date, it's time consuming. And also that person could develop feelings for you. And that feeling of loss can be catastrophic to people. Not in the fact that like, oh, they died, but it just hurts to lose people that you care for. It hurts to lose people that you want to be with. And it hurts to lose people that you could see yourself with. When you have this idea, I understand that I went through it multiple times. So the idea, the idea that I had did more harm than good. And I said it on my podcast today. I talked about being the big fish in a river and a pond. And we're embarrassing ourselves. Where all the fish don't band together and say, get out of here, you know, but I'm here. And having all these people interested and yes, it can, on a superficial level, it could be very satisfying. It could be satisfying to be desired. It is satisfying to be desired. It could be satisfying to have options. It is satisfying to have options. But at the end of the day, it did way more harm than good because I've seek meaning. 
So I understand the game. That's fine. I understand nature of men and women. That's fine. Cool. Everybody needs to understand that nature. But what I'm trying to say is that what is most beneficial for me is to have meaning. That's what's important. And I like that. I like that because I enjoy things that give me a feeling that make me that make the moment ethereal. That's probably not even the right fucking term that I'm trying to use for this, but it brings this euphoric, euphoric, that's probably what I'm trying to say, feeling. Every time you think about it, it's an adventure, it's fun. Maybe that's a fairy tale. Maybe that's the bullshit my mentors tell me to avoid. Maybe it's this, maybe it's that. But the person I am, who I am, is somebody who reveres meaning, is somebody who reveres this feeling, this thing. And I want to have that. It's a beautiful thing to love a woman. But who is worth it? And I remember at one point I was saying, ain't no bitch worth, you know, worth this or worth that. And I, I can say all these things. And sometimes it's relevant to say that, those things. Sometimes it's important to have that context. But I realized that I was creating a world where nobody's good enough. The loneliest world. So not only did I tap dance, but I sold my integrity and didn't get anything. Got laid a couple times, but what is that? I mean, anybody can get laid. That shit ain't nothing. I remember when I was a little, a couple years ago, I would say, man, if I, you know, you, you got a different bitch, different day of the week, man, you get pussy all the time. But like, there's other things that's more important. When you realize who you are, you find your value, like I have, then it's easy for me to say, uh, you know, it's easy for me to, you know, you call out when you want it, but at the same time, you don't always have the energy for it. You don't always, I, I don't give a fuck sometimes. And then when it's, it's plentiful, when you realize nature, when you know what works for you, when you know what works for other people, it's it's empty. It doesn't mean anything. And I think that's what causes the sadness. I was a bartender. I was super happy with that job for a long time. And after a while, I just wasn't happy because I knew I was replaceable. I knew that I, I, this role I thought I had, it, it wasn't that. And it made me sad. But now I have some meaning. I was helping people. I was doing this, doing that. But then I found that this was bullshit too. And this is bullshit. And that's bullshit. And I, so I, the more I live, the more I experience, the more wisdom. While all at the same time. While all at the same time, I have to find meaning. Yeah, I learned something. Yes, I had this experience. And, and, and sometimes, you know, some of these experiences I needed. But what does it mean? And what does it mean for me now? Yeah, I could say this, I could say that, but what, what? So what? It's the. It's it's just a it's a motherfucker at the end of the day. To to do all that, and still come out with nothing. Nothing that matters. That's what I'm talking about. Because yeah, I got laid this summer, but who cares like that's regular shit like that should be regular shit to players and when i say player like don't 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 turn your roll your eyes and you know smack your teeth goofy nigga because what i'm saying is a player is just somebody who knows how to get what they want with by using their mouth by knowing how to speak to people by knowing how to interact with people it has nothing to do with mistreating women i don't fucking do that and i don't want a reputation of that 
So in all of this being a play on words, it also ended up in some ways being the truth. And now I just reflect on everything that took place and how to make something out of it.